Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. And today I want to talk about uh, the movie Hellboy as well as the realistic Hellboy aliens that we have seen in uh, past alien encounters. So, first of all, let's talk about the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, it's a movie based on a dark comics character named Hellboy uh, who has a few friends uh, that are part of this uh, top-secret agency to fight monsters and baddies uh, throughout the world. So he has Abe Sabian, which is like this aquatic fish-like character that has like a helmet over his head, and that's the way he breathes through water and through the helmet. Um, and then he has uh, a female in the movie, by the na- uh, an actress by the name of Selma Blair, uh, plays her, and Selma's really great in that movie, um, and it's actually sad because she actually later uh, came down with a, a bad case of MS. So it's really good to see that she did well early on in her career. And she's still working in her career as well. Uh, really great actress. I like her a lot. Um, and then we have a few other you know, smaller characters throughout. Uh, but those are the three big ones as well as um, Hellboy's quote-unquote father who is like the scientist. But Hellboy is basically this is basically like a like a a demon from hell that kind of came through this portal that was created by Rasputin and some of his cohorts um, back in World War II in the movie, not in real life. Um, <laughs> who knows, right? Anything could happen in real life, but um, that's kind of the basic premise. And I really enjoyed the movie. I really thought it was great to see the the dichotomy between Hellboy's character played by Ron Perlman, who's a great actor, um, and to see how he kind of has like this depression and, you know, this longing for you, like trying to figure out what it was like living at home, you know, which would have been hell. And now he's living here and he has to live in secrecy and he kind of is developed this like nonchalant, I don't care kind of type attitude. Um, and kind of falls for Selma Blair, even though she doesn't um, respond to his his uh, romantic advances. Uh, and Abe Sapien is this like weird fish-like guy that's, you know, kind of logical. Um, and the reason he's called Abe Sapien is because um, he's named after Abraham Lincoln, who apparently found him. Um, so that's really interesting. So he was, he's been around since before even Hellboy uh, was around. Uh, in the agency. And what's really cool and really interesting to think about, you know, talking about the movie and then talking about the real life aliens is that we have aliens that actually are somewhat similar and kind of match up to Hellboy's character. Now, I'm not talking about reptilians uh, or, you know, any of the other standard type of alien species that we know about. I'm talking about... um, the species that was seen in Varginha, Brazil in 1997. And this species I'd actually done a podcast about before um, where three girls saw this creature um, near a, a like a fence, like a, a cement wall type area. And it was kind of crouched down and it looked kind of slimy. But it had like three horn or ridged tape type shapes towards the top of its head so it kind of had like these ridges they might not have been horns yet they could have developed maybe into horns later on but um they saw him 
and he scurried off and he looked sick and confused and kind of took off but what was interesting about that that event in particular was it was that alien wasn't the only alien that was seen in the city of Virginia it was three actually three creatures that were seen throughout the city and later captured and um, you can go back and listen to that podcast if you want. It's it's a definitely an interesting podcast, and it's it's a story I've been following since it came out. Um, but it's interesting to think about, about like Hellboy being like a real type creature. I mean, I'm not talking about you know his sarcasm or you know his like nonchalant attitude, but that there could be these creatures who are working with the government that are out there to take care of the quote-unquote baddies, right? We've heard stories from whistleblowers where supposedly even the bad guys, the reptilians, are supposedly working with the government. So apparently either A, they're so bad that we can't fight them and we just got to work with them, or B, we, there's actually a few that are decent and we can work with them. So, you know, it makes you wonder you know, which side of the coin that we're really on there and how much information we're actually getting and whether or not we're we're truly being beneficial to each other or if we're just being selfish to our own, um, you know, species. Um, you know, the reptilians being selfish for themselves as well as we being selfish for ourselves. But there's also been reports of uh, tall, white-like aliens, like looking like the, the small grays but just like seven feet tall. Um, there have been reports from Phil Schneider. Uh, if you look on YouTube, you can see a lot of his videos, and he talks a lot about um, how he used to be a like an excavator, mineral specialist, and when he was digging uh, deep underground military bases, he actually ran into a couple of these uh, tall white-like uh, species, and he freaked out. He apparently, he supposedly he had a gun or a flare gun on himself, so he went to go grab for that. But the aliens had their own weapons and they had like some sort of laser weapon that they shot him with and burned like 50% of his body and burned like multiple fingers off. If you look at his videos on YouTube, you'd be able to see that. So that's really interesting. Um, so clearly, you know, we have different species that are working with the government, different species that may be creating their own bases for themselves, um, as well as others that are working for the government. I've heard different stories about... Um, different species who have bases in Antarctica, bases in um, certain islands in the ocean, um, and bases on the other side of the world um, in Europe, in the Europe European area. Um, so there's multiple different places that these aliens have bases and um, definitely, you know, are working with the government in bases like the Dolce base, which is one of the biggest bases um, where we have hybrid-like uh, experiments going on and things like that. But nonetheless, let's get back to, you know, Hellboy and, and, and Hellboy-like creatures, you know, possibly working with the government. Now, Hellboy himself in the movie works with different aliens together to defeat some of these bad creatures, you know, the evil creatures or the ones that are taking over the planet or what what have you. But, you know, think for a second. You know, in the movie, Hellboy comes through a portal that Rasputin, who is a mystic, creates to 
access hell or access another dimension like hell. And through it comes this cute little, you know, small baby-like, you know, Satan-like baby. You know, it's got the horns and the red, the red skin, and it's got the 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 uh, the huge hammer hand and a, you know, like kind of kind of a pitchfork tail and and you know all all the things that you would think of that the devil would have. Now, is it possible? Because we have a lot of government projects, so many government projects, um, that work on opening up dimensional portals. Uh, you know, we have what's publicly known as CERN, you know, the, the Large Hadron Collider um, that, you know, people believe has opened up different portals to different dimensions, um, as well as other hidden agenda or secret special op um, projects like Project Looking Glass that can go and see backwards into time and possibly see into different dimensions. Um, we have the Montauk chair that can create new realities in front of you just simply by your thoughts. And that's that the whole Montauk project, if you review that, it's really interesting. I did a podcast on it called uh, The God Chair. If you go back and listen to that, it's it's really interesting because if you've ever seen the show Stranger Things, they actually have a show that's based on the Montauk Project. It's Stranger Things, where they're creating a hole into another universe. That whole show is actually based on the Montauk Project. Obviously, the characters are different, and they develop their own storyline, but the point is, is that the Montauk Project is kind of in full view of unsuspecting, unwitting viewers and it's right there for them, uh, but they just don't know about it. So if you go back and you look at the Montauk Project and read a little bit about it, um, you know, and see how they developed the people that were part of that project, you're going to see how very similar it was to uh, Stranger Things and creating a portal into another dimension. Um, so if they were able to do that, is it possible that they actually pulled through some aliens, some different dimensional creatures that were similar to Hellboy, just like in the movie, exactly like in the movie, except it was Rasputin doing it, you know, you know, the the evil communist Rasputin doing it, quote unquote, uh, versus the U.S., you know, quote unquote, the good guys. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I don't even know if that's true anymore. seems like the U.S. isn't always the good guys either. So, um, you know, is it possible that, that some of the U.S. projects could have pulled through uh, a monster, could pull pulled through a Hellboy-like alien, or even not a Hellboy-like alien, just a regular, you know, different, different species? Um, according to the Montauk Project, they were pulling through and creating different species from another uh, dimension. And they were having to put them down, and they were they were accessing the base, and they were on the base, and they had to, you know, blow these things up before they got out into public and I mean these things were huge we're talking you know 50 to 100 feet tall I mean they're humongous beasts some of them and some of them were you know alien like creatures that were more humanoid so you know it's it's really really fascinating to see Stranger Things and I can't wait for the next episode or the next season to come out because it's just kind of putting a visual interpretation on what's written about the Montauk project and allowing me and other people to see the see what you know kind of may have happened um, in reality. So anyway, 
just some food for thought. I really enjoyed Hellboy. I enjoyed Hellboy 2. I think it's called like the Golden Compass or something like the Golden Army. Um, that one was really good too. Um, I didn't see the third one, so I can't really give you a review about that one, um, that new one. Um, although he did look a lot more scary in this new one. In the, in the first two, he kind of looked funny and kind of gave off a funny vibe. Um, <laughs> the guy that actually plays Hellboy in the new one is actually... Um, the police officer from Stranger Things, uh, Hopper. He's actually Hopper. So it's really, it kind of comes full circle. This whole article kind of comes full circle. You know, <laughs> Hopper, who's in the Stranger Things, which is interpreting the Montauk Project, comes full circle into our article, which is talking about Hellboy in our, in our podcast. So anyway, that's a lot to chew on. I hope you guys are staying safe during this holiday weekend and taking care of yourself. Hopefully you're enjoying it, taking care of your physical, mental, spiritual, emotional health, following through on your hobbies and goals and your dreams, and always uh, question the universe around you. It's a big universe out there, and there's lots lots of questions. So I enjoy uh, talking to you guys every day, and uh, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, take care. Until next time, Lockdown Universe out.